with power. What is going on, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen? And I'm doing it again. Welcome to the circus that is episode 14 of XP Share. <laughs> What's up, what up, gamers? How's everyone doing today? I'm chilling. <laughs> What's good? Yeah. Oh, Feels good God. to be home. Hope y'all enjoyed that filthy, filthy dubstep. Oh my God, my ears are <laughs> loving it. <laughs> I sometimes ba, ba, wonder how, ba, people, ba. how people feel. How people feel about the you know, like the, the dubstep man. It is, uh, it's like beard. You know, it's an acquired taste. True. Really True. Is. You got you got the Christmas Mario shirt, bro. That's yeah, damn, bro. Yeah, Not even three days into December, and he's already got the Christmas fit. That's crazy. It, it was either this episode or next episode. It was coming on at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, Jesse got this for me, my sister. What? Yeah, dude. Coming through, clutch. bro. Thanksgiving's corpse ain't even fucking out of view yet. <laughs> True. We still now, got this crazy though. Bro. We had we had people around here that had fucking lights up like before the midway point of November. Did you say you still got leftovers? Yes, bro. I'll be honest. I know I'm sitting here talking about how that wasn't that long ago, but it was too long to be eating leftovers. I I would throw those away. <laughs> As someone that just suffered for literally an entire work week from food poisoning, I think you should. I think you should probably be more careful. <laughs> Shit, that's not my. Think about it. my dad. He's he uh, makes turkey soup out of the whole carcass, so he's probably still finishing that too. Dang, what's what's turkey soup? He literally just like throws the whole carcass and everything in a fucking water bowl and just boils the fuck out of it. Whoa! <laughs> Damn. Does does Dad still do P ninety X as well? Because that like dudes dudes in shape. Nah, not anymore. He actually just had knee surgery, dude. He's out for four Ooh. weeks. He gonna need P ninety X afterwards. Word, word, yeah, word. Yeah, dude. Rest uh, in pieces. Dad, dad used to look like embarrass me and Justin. Like like we thought that we were fit until he would challenge us. We'd be like, shit, man, are you. Yo, you got it, bro. Like, you're, you're actually good. Aren't you like in your 40s, 50s? What the fuck? <laughs> I make that joke way too much. But anyway, without further ado, uh, <laughs> coming back into it, we are welcoming back Fully Custom, continuing episode three. She is coming back. Uh, did a, I guess, a slew of interviews in September? Yeah. Yeah, um, so I've done quite a lot of interviews, so I'm really excited to share what I've learned because it's a lot, it's mind blowing. And also, oh, really? I need to quiz you guys, you know, I think it's only fair. I've been asking <laughs> all these questions, I think I need to ask the boys how they feel about everything. I'm in, I'm always ready. Let's do it. I got these <laughs> dots on my face, and I don't know what to do about it. This is weird. <laughs> it's, it's just the god rays coming down, brother. It's fine. Yeah, being blessed. So let's let's uh let's start off with your consensus. I'm kind of curious. What is the single biggest thing you've learned, Charlotte? So, the biggest thing I think I've learned is that there is actually no difference between having an online friendship and a friendship in real life. 
people see them as exactly the same to the point where it's actually the mundaneness of friendship that actually makes them similar. So, like, you can sit and have a cup of tea with someone, but you can also sit on FaceTime with someone. And, like, you know, that, and, mm. like, that's... And it, when they, when someone said it to me and it kind of happened a couple of times, I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is the answer. And, yeah, it blew my mind. I had to sit down after a while. This is it. We finally broke through. I, I can't I can't say I'm horribly surprised. Um but I guess after COVID, like the whole the whole kind of just general cloud just they just kinda merge and it's like I don't care if we see each other as long as we're still talking, as long as we're still friends, right? Sure. sure. And you know, now that I think about it, I mean the I, that makes a lot of sense. Because there are people within the gamer community who I tolerate more than others. <laughs> Just like in real life, like me. there are people that I... <laughs> no, no, you're fine. I love you. You're, you're okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess that makes sense, though. I mean, people... It doesn't matter whether, whether it's in person or, you know, remote via the internet. Like, the people personalities don't necessarily don't necessarily change so either you're like you're chill or maybe not so chill i mean i i guess yeah i guess it makes that totally makes sense to me it adds up adds up in my book i guess the the second biggest thing that i found out which i think would, i would love to get your guys opinion on especially is um i actually spoke to a lot of a lot of a lot of guys um during my interview actually when he spoke at a one female so far which is very you know it's it's a different perspective Skewed. and <laughs> and um one thing i found out is that a, well a lot of the men had actually not had any sort of like altercations online where when i'd done the survey and a lot of the women had spoke to me a lot of them had seemed to have more like having to deal with arguments or having to like be referee essentially where when I spoke to some of the guys on the interview, they were like, I've never had this problem. So I don't know whether that's like a, a gender thing. I don't know if it's just that particular set of people. So I'd love your guys' opinion on that. Now, when you say like altercations, I'm going to need a little bit more information because I get into altercations every day of my life <laughs> on the internet. I get into them in video games, on Twitter. I, I need to know like... Are we talking about like people that we that we met that we're trying to socialize with, or is this just like with strangers on the internet? Because I would have a very different experience with today's internet than what you've heard. And also, I would like to toss in that I still would not be surprised if women have to go through more of that on the internet than men do, simply because women are subjected to, I think, higher standards than a lot of men are, especially in like online gaming spaces. I have a lot of friends. Um, that are women that game and you know it happens a lot in like Valorant, Overwatch, all those kinds of games where you'll get into a lobby and the, you know you can get into 10 lobbies with all dudes and they will pretty much be all the same and then you get one lobby with a woman in it and suddenly everyone just goes absolutely wild and they're either like harassing them or <laughs> yeah they're either harassing them or they've turned it into this thing where it's like suddenly everyone has to bow down to the woman and it just gets really weird because I don't know. I, I feel like gamers that game a whole lot don't really know how to talk to women. But uh, anyway, <laughs> to bring it back, True. 
what is the definition of, of altercation here? So when I asked them, it was actually just anything. I was like, have you ever had like a, a, a poor interaction with someone? And as I say, literally, I'm not kidding you. Nobody said yes, apart from the only woman I spoke to. <laughs> they were like, I've never had any bad interactions online. And I'm like, what? Have, have we been on different internets? You know, maybe is this it? You know, maybe there's a different side of the internet I've never been on before. Yeah. Well, I, and I think sorry, it also ahead. maybe comes from the fact of it's more of, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to, like, I don't want to be like, weird and say that men are the only ones that go like you know oh it's a argument i had a week ago i don't care about it anymore kind of thing but like i don't think they would put as much like if they had a fight with somebody they'd be like yeah fuck that guy i don't even what what fight i don't even know that guy anymore kind of thing whereas mm -hmm. i i guess the like without ex without sounding like extremely sexist here like the female side would be like oh yeah i remember that bitch fuck her <laughs> you know yeah know. you know i the funny thing is so okay so we, we've had this conversation before i'm like kind of involved with the call of duty community and i know a few people who were pros and you know my uh my sister lou is dating a former pro and i have conversations with her all the time about the different girls within the Call of Duty community that she meets and how she recognizes that some of them are genuine while others are fake and they're clout chasers. And, you know, we like, they just recently had to block someone who was, you know, cool in your face when they're hanging out with you, but like talking shit about you behind your back. And so when she name found out about it, yeah. And, What's and, name and shame and What's their name? Oh no no! <laughs> <laughs> Call out. No, that's oh no, it. yeah, but yeah. I mean, when 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 I heard about it, you know, she she called me and she said, hey, "Just just block her from your Discord. Just you know, get it out of there." So I did that, and and I just thought about it. Like, this isn't really the kind of the the type of thing that you deal with in like I, as a guy. Like, I'm not worried about you just got to talk shit about my head, about, about, you know, behind my back. Like, that's not really a thing for me. I don't. I you know, but girls do have their like internal squabbles, and everyone, and, and maybe this is different for other gaming communities. I don't know, but at least within the Call of Duty community, there's a lot of using others for leverage that, that that's kind of happening to kind of climb the ranks. And yeah, I mean, it it, it kind of makes sense. Uh, it's just unfortunate that, that 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 has to be a thing, you know. Well, I think that kind. Why of... can't we all get along? You know. So <laughs> I think that kind. Now that you mention that, I think that kind of goes in hand with this whole weird content creation bubble that everybody's in. Every, yeah. Everybody, everybody wants to be successful, but they don't want to bring anybody else up. They'd rather step sure. on their fucking head to get a leap. And correct yeah, me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure when we talked I, our first episode with Fully Custom, we actually talked about. The clout chasers in the community and how this, the, the, yeah, happened. we did so. So, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just full circle, you know. The experience that happened recently <laughs> is full circle <laughs> of what we discussed previously. It's it's wild. I mean, it's then that begs the question is like, if we weren't in this 
COVID content creation bubble, would people fucking do that in real life? Would they have the nuts? Would they have the balls? Or would they just, you know, suck it up and be like, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like that kind of shit's been happening since the dawn of time, though. Like, we always got those circles. And it's and it ain't just women that do it either. I know oh, that we, absolutely. there was, a, oh, there was yeah. a comment made that was like, you know, men don't do that. Men, I know what you mean. Like, like your circle, I, I get that. Like, the people around you don't do that. I, I have known, unfortunately, some men that have done that way worse than any women I've ever met. Um, and as far as clout chasers are concerned, especially in the Twitch community, man, I, I have never been in a community of people quite like the content creator community where people will just get close to you just to step on your head and literally just extract like two or three viewers from your community to pull (laughs) over to their stream it's insane i just had to cut someone off uh from my community that i thought i was really good friends with that uh that we we, you know we collabed we did a bunch of different shit and like (laughs) <laughs> I started I started posting about this Palestine stuff on Twitter and I think that was part of it but it literally just they came in and then they at one point they were like hey uh I uh, I have this artist that does a lot of this work with me uh you should commission him get some work done from him and I was like I'm good thanks and then they were gone he just lost it <laughs> well they were they were gone and then it was like I stopped showing up in their chats because we would stream it about the same time. And that was it. It was like, it, it's so one-sided and it's like, that's not a friendship. That's cloud chasing. That's, yeah. that is you coming into my community to do the bare minimum. And j- like, for what? <laughs> for like two viewers out of my five CCV? What the fuck is wrong with you? You <laughs> rotten bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this community is awful, bro. And it's not just that person. It's, there are so many people in this community online that will do that. And it, and again, it's, it's probably not, it's definitely not just like Twitch and YouTube and whatever these places are, but it's, it's so exacerbated here that it's, it's hard to overlook. Like there are so many people that seem genuine that are literally just here to take pennies out of your pockets and walk away. Like you never existed. It's crazy to me. It's fucking, yeah. it's a game of inches and they're treating it like it's a game of fucking miles. It's, can, it's, it blows my mind. It is really eye opening. I mean, I, yeah, I have a handful of people I don't even talk to anymore basically because of that or some kind of like, you know, stupid altercation. Like, uh, yep. especially, um, I'm not going to like name drop or anything, but, um, there's a group of gamers I play with um mostly mmo kind of stuff i you know i love playing with them they always they they're always like a full group of people but they're not always like the nicest people like they're hella rude hella blunt whatever and some people just don't appreciate that don't like that so it's like i enjoy playing with this group of gamers but one of my friends fucking hates their guts, so therefore he doesn't play with them. So therefore I have uh, to go yeah. play with him solo oh, when I want to play. Yeah, it's just like there's always what I notice me personally, and I don't know, maybe you guys could chime in with it too. Is that exact situation there is like there's this one group of gamers that I like playing with for a certain game type, but then there's like 
three or four one singular friends that are like, yeah, fuck that group. I don't like them. Uh, I'm going to go play over here. And then I'm like, I'm feeling like the asshole because I'm not playing with solo Andy over here and I'm playing with the group that he fucking hates. And it's like, is that my problem or is that his problem? And solo Andy makes you, making you feel bad for not wanting to play with him. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've been yeah, pretty. That's the thing. I've been pretty, uh, what's the word? Uh, I've been pretty fortunate as far as that's concerned. I mean, back in the day, I used to run into that all, you know, quite a lot. But I keep my circle, like, I, I don't know. I, I stick to the things that I want to do, and usually the people that tag along are, are the ones that will will stick around. I don't know if it's my approach or if it's just that I've been very, very blessed to have good friends like the friends that are actually friends in the last decade or so but um it's i haven't had to deal with that too much but i think part of it is kind of bringing this full circle to this idea of altercations online um i as a person am someone that is very like so there's a certain level of duality inside of me um (laughs) i am the biggest bullshitter of all time but I am also the person that has the best bullshitometer of all time. It's like if you can dish it the best, you can see it the best. It takes one to know one. So when I see someone bullshitting me or, you know, treating me in a terrible way or treating others in a terrible way for that matter, like my friends or my you know, acquaintances, whatever, or just good people, um, or if someone's just being an asshole, I will be the first person to step up and be like, you know what? That's fucked up. That's fucked up, and I'm going to say something about it. Because if I see that, I, I literally can't control myself. I, I, I return the vibe that is given to me. So it's like, sure. you know, yeah. someone brings that energy. It's like, I, right, I'm going to get right in your face. That's just yeah, how it's going to yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. And so when it comes down to, like, petty shit like that, I, I tend to be pretty good at, at breaking it down and kind of, like, ejecting those people before it becomes a problem. And sometimes it makes me seem like an asshole, but I think it really does protect the kind of energy of the group around me and it kind of stops a lot of that stuff from happening, but it does lead to a lot of those, you know, those altercations between people that I don't really know quite well. It leads to me making some friends and then three days later being like, this person fucking sucks because (laughs) you immediately see through their facade after that first day, you know? And so I've had people that are like, why do you lose so many friends? I'm like, well, they were never my friends to begin with. You got to pass the, you know, there's a, there's a period you got to get through. It's, you know, then it's, uh, I don't know. I so I have a lot of those, but I, I think that that might just be because that's that's how I'm built. You know, I, maybe my experience isn't able to be extrapolated. I don't know if you guys like share in any of that, but Every, everybody starts out as an acquaintance. Yeah, <laughs> true, absolutely. And, and I mean, there even recently within I'd say this year, you know, I I had experiences with friends from different communities trying to connect with people from other communities, whether it's Sid by Jello or J-Dogging and some people are great and I love them to death. And, you know, like Kefka, awesome. Love that guy. Some, some people that I've met, <clears throat> you know, they probably had one too many that night and they were just a little bit over the top and, and I, it just, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. Now, am I going to go out of my way to make, the who, whoever introduced me to that person am i going to go out of the way to make their life difficult because they're hanging out with them absolutely fucking not 
if if that's your friend, you guys have your the thing that you guys connect with, by all means, have your, you know, have fun. However, I'm going to respectfully stay out of the way when you two or you three or your group is doing that thing. I'm yep. not going to be the one to try to make you feel bad because you're friends. With, no, it's not my place. Okay. You, you would, you attempted to bring multiple people from different communities together, which is, I think personally is a good thing. You should try to bring communities together if you can. Nah, not everyone's going to get along. And then, you know, it is, it is what it is. That's just the way of life. Move on. Stop being a bitch about it. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> except some people you're going to like, some people you won't. That's just life. And that, again, going back to Custom's point, it's like that's the connection between real life and the, the I guess, the internet life, right? Like the socializing, it kind of it doesn't change any, you know, anymore, at least, especially after COVID. And everyone's used to communicating remotely. So, yeah. Taters like, don't talk to me. Don't talk about me like that. <laughs> No, dude, that's a brilliant point, though, Juice. Because so for the longest time, I, I, so I mentioned earlier that I've always kind of had like a more tight knit community, like a circle. Um, and I, you know, I'm I'm hesitant to let people into those circles because I, you know, it's curated, it's it's well made. And for a while, because of that, when you kind of start that and you fall victim to some of the shit in the beginning of that, if you're not kind of grown, and I wasn't grown for a while. Um, you, you kind of get this jealousy because you've got fewer friends. You've got better friends, but fewer friends. And when those friends go off to do their thing with other people, and then you're left there with fucking nobody, and you're like, mm-hmm. so they, they're out here doing this shit with awful people, and I'm just sitting here. You know, there's, there's this jealousy that, like, takes root in your brain, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then for a while, like, I, I was the guy that was, like, mad about that. I'd never say anything about it. You know, you never step up. But I'd be like, you know what? I see it. You're going to spend time with those people. I will just go and levitate to other people. And if I'm still here when you get back, cool. If not, that's your fault. But it, I think there's something in that as far as, like, independence is concerned and kind of, like, effort required by both parties to be together. But as you kind of, like, get deeper into that and you grow up a little bit, you realize it's, like that's their business why do you give a shit like exactly. they're not responsible for you and how you spend your time and if you're sitting here alone without them like you may not like those people but who are you to tell them no like who are you to to make a judgment call over your friendship something that otherwise you care a lot about because yeah. they're out you know fucking around with some people that you don't like who cares like if, if those people are are like a detriment to them if you think they're a bad influence they're fucking up their life totally separate right it's like a totally different thing but if it's just someone you just don't like, like at at some point you'd realize you gotta grow up a little bit, you know? Yeah, man. Just just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, that that's one of the, that's one of the things I uh like I do appreciate I do have a couple people who will like who will take that step and be like, Yeah, they'll have a they'll have a huge fucking blow up. You know, they'll have a huge fucking argument one night. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then next day, they're just like, you know what? Fuck it, man. What's good? Sorry, dude. I didn't mean that kind of thing. The next day later. And it's like, it's, yeah, like you, it's it's the whole thing around like life's too short. Uh, you know, conflict. Conflict doesn't always have to be there unless, yeah. again, somebody's the absolute piece of shit, you know? Yeah um but it again it's just like 
I think that's a part of maturity too, is kind of recognizing that just because you have a fight, like that doesn't mean that other person's shitty. I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes into to those things, right? Like someone might be having a bad day and then they freak out on you for something stupid. Or, you know, maybe they're just hangry a little bit. You know, I mean, there's a, there's a million different little things that go into that. And I, I think it's the mark of a matured person to look at a fight like that and, and think about fixing it as opposed to walking away from it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a testament to, to what was there and, and how much you've grown as a person. But, you know, if, if you get into one major fight with someone and then they're like, they hold a fucking grudge and you don't, you know, they don't want anything to do with you, I think they're kind of doing you a favor, too. It's like, you know, fuck that guy. <laughs> you know, if they can't get over mm-hmm. this shit, I don't want to be here anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, in that, I mean, in that case, it's just kind of like, if they, if, if they're not willing to kind of like take that extra step and kind of like amend something that probably was a shitty argument in the first place it's like i'm gonna go hang out with the guy who doesn't care that you guys just had an argument not the one that holds the fucking grudge you know yeah 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 it's true true okay charlotte what else have you learned um unless you have some input on what we've said of course Oh no, I, I'm I'm just listening. I love listening. It's my favorite thing. Um, I'm te- I'm taking it all in. Um, as I say, like every after every interview, like I have to just kind of like sit with myself, just in pure silence for a little bit, just like to take it all in and like, because mm-hmm. it's all good stuff. Um, I think the next sort of like interesting point that a lot of people brought up was the idea of which I I learned a new word. Um, is pseudonymity. For anybody, so like, I think we 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 sort of talked a little bit about like um anonymous being anonymous online and stuff before in our other episodes, mm-hmm. but um a lot of people brought it up about like sometimes being able to recognize someone via their avatar or their username, it can sometimes be just as inviting as knowing their actual real name. Sometimes someone said that it were actually off-putting when they found someone's real name out, like it kind of freaked them out a bit because the already knew them as that person so it kind of just like yeah they said that when they met in real life they did they are they all spoke to each other with their usernames they didn't like using their real names (laughs) yeah yeah uh, one of my one of my best friends um his name is is nate and uh he's a mod in my chat and i met him on twitch and called him fox for the longest time and to this day, I still flip flop. And when we go on like little road trips or vacations, because every like once a year, we'll usually take a trip down to visit our third buddy. Uh, and luckily, he like me has used his like nickname in real life as his nickname online. So it, it, there's like no, you know, there's no issue there. But with him, <laughs> we're always flip flopping. Like, what do we call him? And then it just it feels so weird. It feels off. I don't know. I mean that's that's kind of like the next step, right? Like you you know you know a person by their gamer tag, and they're like, you know what? Just call me by my real name, dude. We're fucking friends, you know. Something that was like conversation. Yeah. Someone that was really like strange, and this came in my research, and then people had sort of like confirmed it when they were talking to me. Is a lot of people will talk about more in depth things um online with each other rather than saying like the basic thing so people like 
I tell people my life story, you know, people know where I work, how, how I feel about my work, you know, things like that, but they don't know my real name. And um, where, like, in real life, it would be the other way around. Like, you wouldn't have, like, a real in-depth conversation with someone if you didn't know their name because it'd be just a bit odd. Yeah. So I think it's um it's a really interesting um situation about being online is that you can kind of have all those in-depth conversations and you don't need to know the basic information because it kind of doesn't matter at that point. Yeah. Where do you think that phenomenon comes from? Like, what do you what do you think it's sourced from? So there is an actual theory, and I've forgotten the name of it. Um, where like it's a basically like an onion. Uh, that's a lot how a lot of like academics describe it, and mm. they say that getting to know somebody is like cons- like opening an onion. I'm thinking Shrek every time I think of this. <laughs> if I am that's all I can think about. But it's a proper like thing. Another thing. But people said that when it comes to, like, online things, when they've done all these studies, people can kind of forego all that sort of, like, boring bit. And I think it's just the concept of, as you say, it's that, it's that anonymity. You People don't know who you are straight away. It's that pseudonymity. You can tell them as much or as little as you like. And yeah. people kind of omit what they don't want to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it makes it easier to share the the sort of easier things which people might think the easier things are the kind of big parts of their life because nobody's really going to judge them on that where like if you found out i don't know they had blue feet you might judge them more. <laughs> yeah i think it's really interesting because i almost feel like as the internet gets older we are moving further and further away in some ways from anonymity i think that some people have kind of just given it up i mean 15 years ago, I never would have thought of using my real name and my username. And here we are. There are a lot of people that take on the whole content creation game with their full actual name as like a personality. Um, And yet I've known a bunch of people that have come to do that. Like, even if it's just as simple as like using their name on Twitter, um, that will still move forward to kind of share more information about their life. And I think that part of that is probably just because there's still a layer of anonymity there, you know? Like, there's a million people in the world that have my name, whatever. Um, but they don't know me. I don't interact with them every day. I don't have to be in the same physical space. I'm not forced to be around them. So I, I think that's probably part of it. But I also almost feel like it's almost just ingrained itself in the experience that is the internet and maybe that's kind of crazy but Mm. um i I feel like we've you know it's become the norm for so long that you can kind of be more open with people and maybe it started off as being this anonymous thing but it's almost just kind of i don't even like it's almost ascended past that like transcended into just part of the internet experience because i've met some people that have had way too much information about themselves out there that will just immediately drop into giving me their life story. <laughs> it, it drives me wild. But um, it's, just, it's, it's really interesting to me because it's, it's not kind of where I thought we would head, but here we are. Well, and that's kind of interesting too um, when it comes to anonymity and people like just splurging about their lives. is like you probably, you would see that happen a whole lot less on one-on-one interactions. I guarantee it. But since people are online, and they're, they're again, they're keen to just kind of like, 
oh, this guy doesn't really know me. I'm just going to splurge whatever. <laughs> you know, and 90% of the time, it's usually like a, you know, kind of like a relatable thing. You know, one person yeah. talks about their their experience and another dude talks about their experience. So it's like, would you see that same interaction in a in-person context? Yeah, I don't know. In and out. I think another part of it is, I think social media has done a lot of damage to our brains. <laughs> um, yeah. I was just reading an article the other day that uh, I think, and take this with a grain of salt, I, I didn't read the whole thing, I didn't vouch any sources, but I read that when Facebook was being made by Facebook or Meta, now whatever you want to call them, um, they specifically made their platform to prey upon the psychological processes of younger people. It was it, their algorithms and the way that their website was made was specifically to take advantage of the way that, you know, biology works in young people. It was, it was targeting those processes. And, um, you know, nowadays we're incentivized to share all of our thoughts about anything and everything on, on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And it's just kind of become the norm to just shoot these things out into the ether to not just one person, but to everybody. And if you're constantly sharing all of these details, I mean, some people even share little shit. Like I, I've known people in the past that'll just like share what they're having for dinner just because they feel like it. Yeah out to you know instagram's the easy answer for that because you just take pictures and post them but um you know people will share all of these things i'm i'm guilty of it i share my thoughts on way too much on twitter um and that's by choice but i think when you're when you're incentivized and you're so driven and maybe even your brain has kind of been morphed into this state where it just feels good to shoot your thoughts off into the ether like that i think it probably becomes a lot easier to just share these things with random people because i mean first of all you're conditioned to it but secondly they it takes two clicks to get to your twitter to find half of it anyway yeah it, it, it's mind-boggling it's like again it just comes down to the like i don't i was gonna say the realization but i guess just the normal question of would you have this same exact interaction in person? And the answer, 90% of the time, is probably no. Very true. Yeah, I've kind of noticed that. Have the ball, same person. <laughs> yeah, true. But even then, though, like, so I've got this, this weird experience I've been going through over the last year or two where I've kind of reconnected with a good buddy of mine that I've known since I was three years old. And he's, he's a little bit older than me, whatever. But uh, when I got into, like, high school, we started kind of falling out, or I fell out with that group. And then I went to college, and I did a lot of changing and made a bunch of different friends. And then as I graduated college, and I went into the working world, and I kind of fell away from all those college buddies, he and I have kind of reconnected a little bit. And the experiences that I have with people online are very, very different from these experiences that I'm having with this friend of mine in real life. You know, even when we're just sitting in the same room, hanging out, playing video games, watching something, it's it's almost like a totally different thing to existing in an online space. And it's kind of been something that I've thought about. Um, and, and it's not anything like crazy different either. It's it's kind of like the the cadence of how you talk. It's it's how silence sits in a room. It's 
um, it's the way in which you interact and the things that you talk about are just kind of different. Um, and you know, that could just come down to that. He is a different person than the people I hang out with online, but, um, it's something that's been floating around in my head for sure. And that I think is very prescient to, to what you guys were mentioning. That makes, that makes total sense. It, it is definitely a different dynamic when it comes to actually hanging out with somebody in person. Like, um, what, like we, when we talked about in the beginning about, um, you know, there's basically no difference, like Charlotte said, coming to the conclusion of it's not much different having online versus in person. Like, yeah, yeah I, I agree 100%, but that doesn't mean, like, I don't want to go to a party with a bunch of my friends and have a bunch of beers, you know, and get shit-faced, you know? But it's definitely, I would say, less of a desire. <laughs> nowadays <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's a certain chill that you can get just sitting back playing some fucking video games on discord bro i mean you can mm-hmm. have a little party i mean listen i got a little group of friends that i will sit back with and we will play video games i mean we've been playing apex recently uh there's a bunch of different shit and you just sit back and like we take edibles we take we take an edible and we sit down to play and we just get fucked up in our own little way we'll order dinner each get something good, sit back, play some video games, chill. I mean, it's it it does definitely lack this sort of energy, uh, which is something that I do kind of want to hit on a little bit down the road. Um, it, it lacks a sort of it almost feels like a like a biological process, and I'll explain that. Um, but it it's different, but it's good, is what I'm trying to say. Um, one thing that that always has kind of it's been on my mind when it comes to online experiences versus in-person experiences and to kind of like sidetrack a little bit. Um, I have noticed in my experience, we've talked a lot about COVID and the lockdowns and stuff in these episodes and about, you know, kind of coming out of the, of the COVID funk and getting back out into the world. And one thing that I have noticed, as much as I am a proponent of online friendships, I mean, 90% of my closest friendships in the entire world throughout my entire life have been online. They've been with people in online communities. But one thing that I have noticed in trying to experiment with, you know, my life outside of online circles is that you almost, I almost feel better physically walking away from a social experience with someone in person than I do having one online. Oh, it's definitely I, a lot I, more impactful, no doubt. Yeah, it 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 almost feels like I I don't know, it it does it, you know, for lack of a better word, it does feel more impactful, right? It it feels mm-hmm. almost like more important, which is kind of like a weird thing to say because we've all kind of sit here and we've kind of sat here and agreed cool. that online friendships and online interactions kind of carry a very similar weight. Um, but in my experience, I've kind of noticed that as, as much importance as I place on those, those interactions online, I can't, I can't say that an interaction with someone in real life is on the same level, right? It's like, it, it reaches something higher that is not within my control. Is that, is that something you guys have like Ooh. felt or experienced? Yeah. 
That's a good point, actually. And I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like I need to retract my statement in, in a bit. Uh, two things. Number one, Sushi Near You, which, by the way, that's an amazing name, says, <laughs> uh, in person can affect your real life bubble, whereas online is limited. Yeah. It's kind of true, actually. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't say I disagree with that. Um, the other thing is, yeah, whenever I've had a negative experience with someone online, it's as simple as, oh, I'll just deafen this fucker. Yeah. Or I'll ban him. You know, I'll get him out of the way. Yeah. Whereas in person, you kind of have to make a decision. Do I walk away? Do I punch them? Like, what, like, how, <laughs> like, what do I do to like, make my statement known? Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I would say in person for sure can have a, a, a larger impact, you know, depending on what someone is so willing and brave to say to yeah. you. Um, yeah, makes sense to me. And and and, and, and you know, I guess this this can also I guess adding another factor to this is uh, what uh, what some people call Twitter fingers. You know you're <laughs> you 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 you're so willing to like say all these risque things because there's no repercussions due to this. You know the 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 distance is the internet. It's not it's not mere feet. It's not it's not meters. It's yeah. It's this online connection, right? Um, yeah. It plays a part. It plays a part. Yeah, I, you know, when you, when you think about it, it does make sense. Yeah, dude. I, I feel like there is just this layer of biology that you can't break it's, through. It's the touch like, grass effect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? It's crazy. It's and good. it's just so weird. And it, you don't even have to get complicated with it. It's just, it's literally the difference of hanging out with some buddies in real life versus on Discord. Where when you walk away from it, when you walk away on Discord, at least for me, I'm like, okay night well spent fuck it i don't feel much different yeah. i'm like okay what's yeah. the next thing but you hang out with someone in real life and you walk away from it and it it almost just feels like fulfilling mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it it feels mm -hmm. like you're it it i don't know man it's some biological shit i don't know how to describe it but it's it's a different experience and at first i kind of hated it because as someone whose friends are mostly online i'm like that's that feels unfair if it, it maybe i'm you know imagining things I, I wanted it to be not real but as i continue mm. on and i get older as much of a proponent of online friendships as i am and of the internet and technology i i am constantly seeing and proving to myself how important it is to have a circle in the physical world you know 100 and it's we can just take this back yeah we could take we could take this back to like infancy <laughs> right yeah it, studies studies have proven and custom and you're very you're very intelligent so let me know if i'm wrong studies have proven at least from what i've seen that a child like a, a baby needs physical interaction with their mother yeah right like if you have a mother standing behind a behind a mirror or wall looking at the baby going like this that's great but it's more effective for you to be able to hold the baby and physically touch it and let it know you are yep. loved, right? So, it, yeah, it's like it's, it's it's basically saying that yes, that having that being physically in front of someone is more impactful than it is than if you are remotely from someone. Um, but of course, everyone's different, so the interactions can change. The you know, uh, it, it's 
Yeah, no, I, I, I can, I can totally understand how physical interaction is more impactful. Uh, yeah, but and it sounds so time, obvious, doesn't it? Like it, it does seem obvious. You're right. It does seem obvious. It, it seems then, so you obvious. Always, but you always end up it. leaning back on the, the 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 close friends that you've made online. Because I, yeah. some some people, there are people you know in the Discord community that I take a bullet for that yep. I met first on a video game. <laughs> you know, like Apex, Randon, those guys. I. I'd I'd go to the end of the world to keep them, you know, to, to protect those guys if I had to. Yeah. But I met them online. I didn't meet them in person, right? Exactly. But uh, but again, there are some others who could care less about who I also <laughs> met online. So yeah. <laughs> it, it yeah, yeah, it's it's the tangled it's a tangled web we weave, man. Yeah, and it's it's almost so like it almost feels defeating to really delve into it because like on one hand I think we've all got those experiences and relationships online that, that, like you said, we'd take a bullet for. You know, there are people that you would really go to bat for, maybe more than you would for most people in your everyday life, in, you know, with anyone you know physically, in your world around you. But to also kind of come to terms with this idea that a lot of people forget or that they don't recognize because it's easy to push it away and act like it doesn't exist, you know, your experiences... It, it almost feels like it, it's just less fulfilling on some level. It, it almost feels insulting, you know? It, it, it's complicated, and it's hard, and it's dirty and messy, but there's a lot to it that people don't really take in. And I think it probably has a lot to do with why some people that spend all their time online are kind of more depressed than other people. And why some people think that they have a great friend circle, but they walk away and they still feel a little lonely every day. Sure. And it's, sure. it's, it's complicated. There's a lot to it, which is why I think that this kind of studying that, that you're doing, Charlotte, is, is super important. Because being able to recognize those things and get to the bottom of it and maybe someday eventually have a definitive answer is very important. Because right now, you know, we're in the Wild West. People are doing whatever the fuck they want. And we're moving yeah. more inward, more away from people every single day, not just individually, but as a society. It's, it's where the zeitgeist is moving. And it's, yeah. I think if, if we could sit down and we could just definitively tell people, like, that you're fucking your shit up doing this, we need a better way. Or maybe even, you know, someone could sit down and come up with some way to bridge those two things, to be able to create those experiences with people while also, you know, tricking or convincing your body that you're having a similar experience. I, I think VR is a great step in that direction. I know we've talked about VR a little bit, um, but I, I think it's incredibly important. I, yeah, it's just, it, it's that there's something about that physical interaction that's either slightly or exponentially more fulfilling than online, but it's like, so to some people again it's it's minuscule there is no difference so it's you know yeah. they don't see a difference friends are friends online or not it's you just hang out with each other yeah makes me wish i could just take all my friends and put them in like a like a fucking commune somewhere <laughs> and we can all just live it, just, it pisses me off because it's like why can i have such good friends on the internet and then not have the ability to to meet with them in the way that is the most, you know, fulfilling for everybody. Shitty people, IRL. <laughs> yeah, this, mm -hmm. I gotta go out and talk to fucking Billy Bob Joe and fucking hate my life. <laughs> count down the hours so I gotta come home from work. Like, 
<laughs> it sucked. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. So we have about, let's say, 15, 20 minutes. Um, should we get into a roundtable of a couple of these questions? I think we kind of kind of went through this first one already. Um, Charlotte, if you want to go ahead. Yeah, um, I think, to be fair, you guys have, have covered quite a fair bit of ground of what the questions were just in your own special way and I love that um, <laughs> I, I can think of a really important question on this list if you guys are happy to answer it is there a particularly close online friendship that you guys have got and how that's impacted your life I think that's like a really cool story that I love getting from oh, people oh yeah definitely absolutely so I, if you guys don't mind me starting yeah, go for it. Um, so earlier I mentioned my sister Lou, who isn't by blood my my sister, but uh, I met her playing Black Ops Three Call of Duty. Oh, you know, so this is what twenty fifteen or so, and I don't know how or why, but for some reason we just like became hella cool. And you know, she and I would play duos a lot. A lot of like game battles competitive matches r.i.p to game battles. rest in peace game battles, battles yeah, yeah, yeah. De definitely definitely gave us a lot of, a lot of pleasure and pain in life but you know <laughs> it's still, game battles is legendary and uh she and i she and i uh have become extremely close over the years you know never once did we ever flirt or or introduce any sort of anything outside of we are friends who've met through gaming and, you know, now today, the, the funny thing is she told me, she asked me last week, she said, um, when I get married, I want you to be my maid of honor. And again, I'm, I've only, know, well, I've, I've met her in person now, but I met her playing Call of Duty. It wasn't like we went to school together or anything like that. It was, she's been an online friend from the beginning and, and, you know, oh, just a week or two ago, she asked me to be her maid of honor whenever she gets married. Because her and her boyfriend now have been together for almost five, six years, and I think they're kind of having yeah. a discussion now. So it's 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 so weird. Again, she has <laughs> she has IRL friends who she loves and went to college with and are very close with, been to their weddings, seen their kids grow. Yet she's asking me to be her maid of honor, you know, when she gets married and. Like that kind of it made me it made me pretty emotional. It's like, damn, bro, like to go from playing Call of Duty to now like watching you like walk like walk walk down the aisle. It's kind of it's kind of wild, but uh, yep. it's 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 a thing, you know. It it, it does happen, and uh, I can't help but just feel humbled to to be in be in such in such a situation. So, not to mention Apex and Ranin, like the the four of us um, have in mo multiple occasions hung out. Uh, and you know, whether it's when we were in Atlanta and we were in LA at different Call of Duty tournaments, just, which is kind of what kind of brought us together in the first place. But um, yeah, it's it's just a humbling situation to to be able to say that I have that kind of connection that started in an online interaction. Mm -hmm. um, it's possible, man. It's you know people people get married, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from meeting online, right? So yeah, yeah the the impact is nuts, man. It, really it is, is, dude. It absolutely is. And I, I too, you know, I've had friends that I've known for decades online that, uh, you know, I've been to their weddings just not long ago. I actually went on a, I went on a road trip with a friend of mine that I met online, Fox, I was talking about earlier. Um, he and I go on road trips all the time. He lives like four hours outside of where I live. Um, we, you know, I get 
benefits from my work that give us like cheap hotels, free food. It's great. We go all over the place. Uh, and then we've got a third buddy down in Texas we go visit. And for the last couple of years, we'll, we'll carve out a week, a week and a half to just kind of, you know, to hang out, go, go somewhere, do some shit, whatever. Um, but just recently we had a trip where we went down to Texas for a little bit. And then we shot all the way up to North Dakota to go to a wedding of a friend that we made online. And we got to go and, and be a part of the whole ceremony and, and to be there. And it was phenomenal. Um, it was, it was great. It really was something really special to us. Um, and it's, it's like, I've talked a lot about this idea of like this difference between online friendships and not, but I think it's really important to hammer home that like, there is such a benefit to being able to make friends all over the world in, in the, you know, the society we live in right now with the internet and everything else. I mean, there are people that I'm friends with that I never, ever, ever would have met without the internet and yeah. that have changed my life in ways that are so palpable that I can't even imagine where I'd be if I didn't have them. And it's, it is incredibly important to kind of nail that down because, I mean, that, that might just outweigh all the negatives. I mean, maybe, you know, not maybe, they are worth it. And it's, uh, it's an important thing. It absolutely is. Because I feel like we all have those online friends now that are, you know, you met online and, well, I can't say we all, maybe everyone here. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> it's it's a special thing. It definitely is. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I would definitely have an extremely hard time just naming one person online who has made some sort of impact with my life now. Um, I mean, there's I got I got Kefka, Kyle, Dogma, uh, just a whole slew of people who X. I've I've met online. Well, Stephen, I know IRL, so oh uh, shit, you're right. Yeah, I met that I, boy in college. So <laughs> you so uh, forgot about that. Um, but yeah, we. Uh, I just I can't just can't nail down one person because every everybody i've met online again it goes starting with anonymity and just splurging stuff with people and you just you just find the right people that you vibe with uh, shit i met kefka through god at least like almost two three different people i went to <laughs> when i was in um freshman year um to this day, I still don't know what teacher signed me up for this, um, but somebody signed me up to go to like a tech forum with a bunch of kids over in like some random place in, you know, San Diego. It was just like a whole thing. They had like hacker conferences, it, just a bunch of tech stuff. And I met a kid in there. We were like, yo, let's start a gaming community. Um, his name was Lars. I met another kid named Cameron who joined us he was more of a developer guy Cameron met this girl named Belle Belle knew Kefka and then it's just this whole this whole chain reaction of people again these people I met in person have led to this amazing online relationship with these other people so it's just yeah. like there's a, there's a connection somewhere and yeah. it's it's just you know, it it's shit that I would never, I wouldn't change for the entire world. 
Yeah, I think I think looking at the conversation we had earlier about how you know it is different between the these relationships online versus offline. I think that looking at it in a charitable way, in a positive way, um, which is the way that I think I would choose to, given my experiences so far, I think that it really is a testament to the ability to make friends online that despite it maybe not being as maybe biologically fulfilling or just fulfilling as in, you know, in general, in some ways, um, that they are still so important to some people. Yeah, I think that I think it really does say something that you can you can meet these people across an internet connection and forge relationships that last lifetimes, even even in the face of this idea that you don't get to be there in person, you don't get to benefit from that kind of boost. It, it you know, there, there's something special about it that kind of pushes through that, and I think that uh, there's something to that because you can't deny that there's something special about it. Yeah. What I love is being able to to tell one of my online friends I love you and mean it. Right? Like Sushi mentioned having a friend for 15 years online. It's like you when you're friends with someone for that long, doesn't matter whether you met them in person or online, you have to love that person. You can't be fit friends for 15 years yep. <laughs> and not genuinely say, Hey man, love you, man. You know, uh, and so being able to say to the people I met online, you know, again, Blue, Apex, Brandon, th those guys, I have, I'll, I'll call them on the phone. Hey, just a reminder, man. Hey, love you, bro. You know, j just so you don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because sometimes, sometimes we need to hear that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like being able to say that and mean it to someone who you, who you met online is uh, it's special. It is. It's special, man. I I appreciate the uh, the 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 technology age because you know our parents don't really understand you know understand that and I kind of feel bad for them for that reason. Yep. Like damn. Yeah, dude. If only if only you knew. If only you knew. Yeah, it's like I don't know how you would ever limit yourself like that. I mean, there's there's billions of people out there that you will never meet. You'll never have a chance of meeting. And that you're you're limiting your pool. Why? Well, I mean, there are people out there that would make literally a one-to-one -one perfect match with you, and if you are refusing to to partake in this, then you, I mean, you're you're losing out. You know? Sure, Why would you do sure. that to yourself? Yeah. Not a pee. I think Not that's perfect. That sushi just brought that up. Technology is nice, but it's also bad for the newer gen because how much of that physical interaction that we have that we've gotten especially what we have as kids you know i just my yeah. honestly my favorite meme I, I, I can't maybe not my favorite favorite but one of the top ones is like bro we had we people had to run a commercial at 10 o'clock at night for our parents to be like do you know where your kids are because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we we were we were outside fucking eating dirt at fucking 10 p.m at night yeah, like we yeah. weren't we weren't yeah. stuck to an ipad we weren't we true. weren't doing that's this kind true. of shit. worms in my nose <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, that's, uh, that's very true <laughs> we, we would stay outside as long as our parents would let us mm -hmm. as long as you'll let us stay outside we would yep. be out there bro me and my me playing and my whatever homies, games we had to play 
Yeah. Imaginary Ooh, games. Had a whole fucking like, um, like a whole group of ten of us. We had, we did our own just like fucking roller hockey, just kind of like season every fucking year. You know, like yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't play against yeah. anybody else. We literally just play five on five like every weekend. Like, hey yo, you coming, dog? You coming, dog? We gonna take you down today? Are we doing that at your court? Or are we doing it at his court? Like that was the only decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I part of me really does miss those days. Like uh, I talked earlier about that buddy of mine that I've reconnected with that I've known since I was three. Uh, I mean, we used to, we used to have a couple friends. We'd go outside and we'd all lived in the same kind of area and we would go outside and we'd, we'd look for sticks and we would just go out there and we would imagine shit, bro. We would, we'd pretend they were swords and shit and go out there and, and fucking swing them around at each other and create adventures and shit. And it, you know, that, <laughs> that shit don't happen these days. It's a damn shame but i will also say that i think that i think technology does prove to be a very intense risk especially to the youth of our you know of our world these days if it's that dependency it, well yeah and that's kind of what i'm getting at is it, it's big if you don't watch it if you don't impose limits then i mean like anything there's balance Right. It's the it's the golden mean. You got to find the the beautiful middle line in everything, because too much of anything or too little of anything is probably going to be a bad thing. And I think that we just have a lot of people that are raising kids and using technology as a scapegoat because they don't want a parent and it's causing issues. Uh, and that's not to say that there aren't some issues that technology just poses in itself. Like anyone can look up anything these days. You don't have to know shit. You just Google it. You got a cell phone and an internet connection, but at the same time, I mean, we've got this whole generation of iPad kids that just sit here and watch the most fucked up shit on YouTube that just gets like pumped into their brains because their parents don't want to watch them. And then suddenly we get those same kids walking up to the fucking bag of Tide Pods and thinking they look yummy. Like, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of shit going on here that's really rough. And, and I think that we should step in and maybe put limitations on things like social media and on on you know taking in content and stuff like that especially with all the misinformation going around but i think a good chunk of that is probably on the parents too that that need to really sit down and figure yeah, out what yeah. they're doing with their kids when we were kids that... oh i'm sorry, I'm sorry. go ahead go ahead, go ahead um, i was just gonna say something I'd, I'd seen on the news um last week um it was it's covid again and i know it's just it's horrible <laughs> um there was a group of kids on the on the news it was local news um basically they'd not learned how to speak because of covid like because they hadn't been in school and the, mm. the parents were busy a lot of the parents were saying like they had older children who needed more time than them and the the children literally hadn't learned to say it word and then some of them were like four or five yeah. and that's crazy <laughs> it was mad uh, and I just think about all these all these things and technology is great and I think some people will learn better from from seeing it from who's that woman now that's on YouTube that all the kids love but her everybody oh, loves her and I think she'll help and like Peppa Pig obviously all the Americans had British accents for a while all the children because they love Peppa Pig <laughs> and I think part of it does help and I think but I, I, as you say it's, I think it's having that balance I think in the context of friendship or it's it's the situations are always going to be different whether you're, whether you're there or not i think it's 
working out, as you say, that, that balance between actually feeling like you're present, however that may be. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of funny. Um, I was just thinking about this too. It's like, it's like, it's not, it, it, again, it, like we're kind of explaining it right now. It's not just the kids who are, you know, going to be at a disadvantage for all this playtime, all this internet time, because their parents are on fucking scrolling through fucking TikToks for four hours straight also. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. You know, somebody, <laughs> something has to happen. Otherwise, it's just, again, they're not, the kids aren't going to know that physical interaction. And how's that yeah. going to, how's that going to affect just the future in general? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it is crazy to me that we have a, a future or, well, I guess a present now where kids are addicted to iPads and, and YouTube kids and shit. And then their parents are too. Yeah. It's like the whole household is a slave to it, right? Which mm-hmm. maybe says something about the predatory nature of, of the internet and of corporations and capitalism doing their best to milk attention and money out of people. But it's, yeah, it's really yeah. weird to think about, especially when like people are coming up with like COVID conspiracies and like, oh, yeah, they just want you to sit in your house all day, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. It might be onto something like you know it is every the government's just pushing us all into houses like don't fucking leave just spend money like we yeah. don't yeah. <laughs> we don't want to well, see they, you we just want to see yeah. you <laughs> well they want you to, they want you to be wallet. dumb they want you to forget that you're that you're working for you know starvation wages they want you to forget that they're mistreating you and they want you to start thinking that's the norm you know as long as you're happy at home where you can go home and play video games and watch TikToks and do whatever you know, they don't even have to fucking have any hand in making the video games because people are doing it for them. And video games are not the problem, right? I love video games. I love TV. I think media is amazing. Storytelling is the core of who we are. But also, when that is so good, even on, like, YouTube and TikTok and all this different shit, you can effectively forget about all the terrible things that are happening to you in real life, which, you know, you forget about those, and suddenly any thoughts of a revolution are gone. And if you're not going to fight back against the things that are wrong with your society, then you're just, you know, you're stuck. You're just going to keep going through it. And I think that's where we're at. I definitely think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's I, it just like every time I think about it, it's just it just blows my mind. Um, I, I've even. Uh, I mean, I talked to my dad about this kind of stuff, too. Uh, like we've. <laughs> I don't know why, but every other day we just get in on some kind of conversation about like where society is going and to put an example, kind of just like how homeownership is going. There's literally a plot going up uh, by my place, not far, not far from me at all. And it doesn't say houses for sale, it says houses for rent. (laughs) Yep. Like. So this is like we're we're literally progressing into the rent age instead of the owning age because yeah you know, but, well and it's awful because all these yeah. big corporations are snatching up all the free real estate. I mean, have you seen that? Like even these big weapons companies are going out, and you know these real estate companies too. All the people that you would think and a bunch that you wouldn't are just snatching up shit like houses and farmland and finding ways to 
you know, use it to sell it out to us to make more money off of it. And it's like, it's, it's sickening, man. Question for all four of us. Be kind and rewind. What does I don't that know mean? What the fuck that means? <laughs> so wait, I've wait, always, I've always, you're memeing, right? I've always known <laughs> this to be a like like a, a term of being courteous. Um, it's like I, it comes. I want to say it comes from the VHS era, where you know whenever you like rent something from like Blockbuster mm, or Hollywood Video. Wait, do you guys not actually know that that was Blockbuster? Like that's that was literally oh that was blockbuster line. yeah that's oh, that was literally wow. their line. You know what? I feel like I knew that when I was younger, yeah. but I'm so fucking far out of the blockbuster VHS age that I just I Bro, fucking I, nope out of my brain. I got I, I grew actually, up on blockbuster and Hollywood Video. I forgot about I did. that. Hollywood shit, Video bro. was yeah. my second home. Hollywood bro. Video, yeah. They, Dude, I actually just watched Crazy yeah. connected to it. Oh my god! I watched like a U.S. overview of like little dots of like the rise and follow blockbuster and you I just see, see that yeah you just see all yeah. the dots go across the u.s till it like hits like four thousand shops and then <laughs> dwindle down <laughs> dwindle down yeah man yeah just be courteous it's not hard true it's not hard man it i'll really fuck you up if you aren't you know what i mean what How's this for your thought process? I've already seen Nintendo Wii's in the nursing homes. Wait, really? Yeah, no, there's cra- there's crazy amounts of Nintendo Wii's in nursing homes. Yeah, just like they've got. I mean, they've got the TVs on all the time because it's like a it's like a life hack in a nursing home. If you don't want to keep the residents entertained and they can't keep themselves entertained, you wheel them out into the fucking entertainment hall and they just watch the TV. They sit there like zombies. Play bowling and throw their back out. (laughs) Yeah, well, a lot of them can't even fucking get up. It's crazy to watch. Grandpa with a cane in one hand and a Wiimote in the other, and he's trying to bolt strike. Man's throwing his back out. When the the Wii originally came out, um, it was a big thing over here, and he actually was putting, like, a lot of, like, care homes and things like that, and it actually did improve fitness. Like, because it allowed, like, that sort of movement without really moving because you can bowl while sitting down that's the that's the cool thing i like about the wii is like it was it was the first well like the wii that the connect kind of hit it but we all know how clunky that was (laughs) but i feel like the the wii was the first like oh my god dude going into cod lobby sucks (laughs) Put away your dishes. <laughs> like, Word, bro. What, I want to hear your mom right now. <laughs> All day long. Yeah. Terrible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's good. I, I I like when they first came out with it. Um, I keep getting emails of. Um, I think I mentioned it before to you guys of the, um, three sixty degree, uh, uh treadmill. Oh, for yeah. VR, yeah, uh, I subscribed to emails for that. So those, I think those guys are finally coming out of the investment stage and uh, looking to ship a couple. So I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. time to get some room. Time to <laughs> imagine. <Yeah. laughs> oh, that I'm was the thing fucking... like ten years ago. Like Battlefield Three, they 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 were uh prototyping that you know that's, yeah i'm, I'm so yeah. glad to they've see been that, working actually. down that part a long time i think there mm-hmm. are companies that make them but they're they've always been so like expensive that they're not necessarily consumer level which is crazy because 
I don't understand why something like that would be so hard. Like, I feel like you could put something together pretty well. I mean, it's just one of those ones where it's like a, it's like a little plate that you stand on that is like slippery and it's got sensors in it. Right. And then it can tell where you're running. And then it's got like a little belt on your waist. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. 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 That one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like, I feel like that the sensor thing in the plate would be the hardest part. I guess that's probably why, but I've, I've seen that shit like you said for literally a decade. I, I don't know. Well, uh, when it comes that's... out, I kind of want one, but I'm I'm too like, I'm too fucking lazy to get up and do that shit either. Though <laughs> I I like the concept too because it's like um I know I forget which which VR actually like um I mean most of them you have to set up like some sensors in the back and create like a virtual box for yourself, right? But yeah, it's like, like a, it's when this box, yeah. But like when this comes out, you just middle of the room you're not moving it's not moving you're just in one stationary place but you can move freely in vr finally so it's like there you know a lot of vr sets aren't going to need these sensors anymore especially if they do some kind of package deal with it but i am digressing so fucking hard let's get like (laughs) one or two questions out of the way um and then man i I don't know I, i like i like this conversation particularly like it's it's yeah. interesting i think we can talk we about need a part three with fully custom it's crazy you know? shit it's gonna be part four so at this point yeah yeah I, I think right now would be a perfect time for charlotte to give us any final closing thoughts and maybe like one last thing to talk about if there is i don't know what are you thinking charlotte um yeah i just i said whenever you know we have a conversation with this guy i learned so much so i have to thank you first and foremost because like you guys have such great insights on just things and you three coming together is essentially my point <laughs> you know like you you guys have come together and you've, you've done something great and i'm just here listening and, you know that's fine yeah and i think i think the main point i i it's just it, i think the internet is so big and the one thing I think I've noticed is how different generations are going to have this this thing with, with, with online. And as you say, like about our parents and then us and then the people below us. And that concept of stranger danger. And mm-hmm. like, I, I remember being in high school and we had a lot of um, assemblies on like, basically don't post photos of yourself online. Yep. Not any photos more inappropriate photos and that was the only thing we got it wasn't like anything like actually helpful it wasn't like oh well you know if you are going to talk to people make sure you're doing this it was like just don't post not rude and then it won't get everywhere and that was it like i think it was very i guess we could call it sexist i I went to an old girl school that's probably why (laughs) but um and it was just all, all that strange on the internet was seen as, as, as this scary thing and don't do this, you know, this is all it's useful for, don't be going on this, don't be doing this. And I think we've kind of proved just in these conversations and I would love to have more <laughs> how how useful the internet is, but not in a useful kind of productive way and like working through sight and all that, you know, baloney. But the idea of that friendship is is so much more than it used to be that mm-hmm. that idea of 
physicality is important and the idea of not being physical is also important and it's it's so much bigger than than as you say 20 years ago when when nobody had these things I, I just dare, i think it was... dare just flash in my head <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 now this is a conversation i i think we should definitely just continue to over time we should never stop talking about well it's this. yeah it's always going to be like or that like if we have if we i say if we have this conversation every few months like there's always going to be something to talk about some kind of yeah. new weird social dynamic that's going on like this is Fortnite De- dances yeah yeah definitely something we can touch on periodically so uh custom if you're up for it like we can definitely make this a regular thing i love this yeah, same. I think it'd be I would really fun to do, to do an episode of this in like a VR chat private lobby. Yeah, we just still to kind of nail, like to nail it home. Yeah. Ooh, I'm I'm looking down. I mean, I I can make some room, but I can get the sensors up. You know, I can. Yeah, dude, I think it'd be sick. I've got my Quest Two. I'm looking for an happen. excuse to buy a Quest Three. <laughs> Fact. Yeah. Hell yeah. Custom, thank you so much. Uh, as always, you're you're, you're amazing. <laughs> all the information that that you gather appreciate it oh my god i'm you guys it is my honor to be here and that's serious like i love it nobody else listens to my ramblings you know it's nice somebody (laughs) no it's we're listening it's it's amazing i love what you're doing i can't uh so when when do you have to like put all this together officially um i am officially putting it together now um okay it's all big i'm i'm doing transcripts i'm doing note taking i've got my pens out my highlighters we're gonna be learning a lot over the (laughs) period of time but um yeah so i should be finished um not this summer but next summer is my final submission date so it's a long time till then so we can talk about it until then we can talk about more let's go let's go (laughs) very nice Hell yeah, hell yeah. Alright. Once well, I'm done, you guys have got to refer to me as Dr. Nichols, though. I, oh, I think yeah, it'd be really <laughs> yeah. Dr. Dr. Custom. What's up, Doc? What up? I'm thinking about The Simpsons right now. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, hi, yeah. everybody. <laughs> hi, hi, Dr. Nick. Simpsons at this point. Oh, man. Charlotte's going to be a doctor. That's huge. That's huge. Oh, I know. My mom, we we always make a joke about it because my 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 brother's doing a PhD as well at the same time. Oh um, shit! Oh, I know. It's it's a we live in a really you know serious household. He's doing <laughs> it about video games. I'm doing it about this. You know, oh, we're gonna yeah. learn a lot. Perfect. But we we always have this joke about like obviously we we live quite in like a working class area and we're like we're gonna be the only doctors that are in this area apart from actual medical <laughs> doctors. <laughs> 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 hey, that's something to brag about, though. For respect sure, that. gotta respect that. Hell yeah. Anyways, love it. Um, fully custom, everybody. Um, if you haven't spoken to her already, I'm sure she'll be reaching out to some of you. If you guys want to give your two cents on your own online gaming experience, I'm sure she would absolutely love that. Um, the more the merrier especially any ladies that are listening i'd love to hear more more thoughts from you guys not i'm not disregarding the men in the room 
but we, I need <laughs> no. to even out the scar. You don't feel yeah, need, need a little need a little balance there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this doesn't help that at all either, considering we've got a fucking sausage party of a cast on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm mm. excited to hear what else comes out, what else you find. Um, I think the VR thing is a good idea. We should definitely uh, look into that, if not next one, the one after for sure. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's start rolling out. Um, I know custom. You got your own. She has her own website. She's she's everywhere. She does everything, guys. Go check it out. Post Crazy it. Fuck yeah. Right. Fuck yeah, custom. Throw that in for you. Feel free to check out her awesome portfolio if you guys have time. Uh, she does graphic work and stuff. Uh, do you still do video work as well? Yeah. Um, anything that anybody wants, I'm willing to give a go. So <laughs> if you need a branding, absolutely anything, I'm your girl. Love it. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, I'll go next, I guess. Get a, get myself out of the way. Uh, this is me and Chad. Hi, everybody. I'm Kyle. I do the streaming thing sometimes. I'm a VTuber. Um, I'm the best streamer you've never watched, and I will be live right after this doing some real degen shit. So maybe I'll see you. If not, thanks for being here. Fuck, I love it. Mikey? Uh, yeah, I'm Mikey. I don't have my link at all right now. Uh, <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm, I'm, but yeah, you know, I might be able to get it. Hold on. I might, I might be able to, to grab it real quick. Actually. I'm, I think, I think I might be okay. Yeah, I am. Okay. Cool. Right. So, uh, oh, you got it. Nice. I got it. My guy. Go ahead, you, you go ahead and drop it in there. Um, juice playing on most things. Uh, Kung Fu Mikey, Kung Fu underscore Mikey, Mikey on Instagram. It's the same username I've had Fucking. since. Since Instagram started, so I refuse to change it. I'm gonna stay Kung Fu don't, Mikey. Don't forever. ever fucking change that, dude. Never, never change do it. it. Never change it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I don't. I don't stream as much as I used to. Uh, but when I do stream, it's always something that that, that in, involves violence. So if you like guns, uh, then come, Fuck come, yeah. come hang out. Come hang out with me. You know, I like guns. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing guns. some vods here from. Four years ago, and the next one is three months ago. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I think what those you, numbers are. What are you doing, Mikey? What are you doing? Man's doing Black Ops Four and then Grand Theft Auto Five. Jesus, were you streaming when Black Ops Four okay. was the main Call of Duty game? What is going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. So there was that. Nice, brother. Then, we got to. And then there was GTA roleplay, bro. The GTA roleplay and Black Ops Four and the Blackout play that like that was. You gotta, uh, you gotta teach me so how to do some GTA really. roleplay. I think we should do some collab shit soon. I think that'd Dude, be that would be so GTA Six fun. is being announced next week. Yeah, I know. And this, like this Rockstar, week. Rockstar acquired Five M, which was the company. Yep. That two did days we get the trailer roleplay. So. Yeah. Who knows what roleplay is going to look like in GTA 6, but I'm I think excited. You're going to have to teach me. I'll have to go under your we wing. we got to do it. Roleplaying is so fun if you've Dude, never done yeah. it before. It's, it's so fun. It's an experience. Yeah. For sure. Okay. At, yeah. least, at least once in your life, you got to do it. Got to. Got to. Um, of course, as always, I'm a lovely host, J-Dog. Um, J-Dogging everywhere. Just actually can't think of anywhere where I'm not 
<laughs> this tag right now um which True. is why i'm so hard on my head to not change it because <laughs> god forbid somebody takes it um of course uh if you haven't joined the discord do so we keep on updates uh definitely not through the month of november that was <laughs> no updates were then <laughs> I'll tell you yeah, that I, had a, I had a birthday that just took up the whole month sorry guys <laughs> yeah i was i was slacking on that one but um we'll definitely keep it more be. updated um more uh we'll do uh in 2024, I think we're we're definitely going to start solidifying some more things. Uh, I want to do a lot more regular side quests, get some more YouTube content out there for you guys. So hopefully, 2024 is going to be a going to be a big kick up, and um, I'm really excited for it. Uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. I can't thank you all enough for just popping in showing support just being being in chat being yourselves it's from i think from all three of us i can say thank you you guys have been amazing and i uh, can't wait oh, yeah. to close out the year with the next episode hell yeah boy brother so love it without further ado this has been xp share Episode 14, fully custom, amazing. We will catch you guys next episode. Deuces. Bye, everybody. Oh, bye. Peace.